Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by our friends at ProTaper. I'm Don Maeda, and uh, I'm joined today by our regular co-host, Alex Ray. Mm-hmm. Our special co-host, Derek Drake of the Bar X X-Star. Chaparral Suzuki. Chaparral Suzuki <laughs> team. And of course... We have Michael Antonovich on the phone, and uh, our very own Chase Curtis is in the corner, busy editing the 2022 450 shootout. So he gets a pass today. So today you're Chase. Perfect. Works for yeah. me. <laughs> so, uh, man, we uh, we had a busy week last week. Um, you know what would have been really nice is we were actually thinking if we had had you on our shootout, yeah. like if it fell in the right time before the announcement and everything. Yeah. but. I don't know if you could have been unbiased enough to uh, rate things. No, I would have. I would have for sure put the Honda one all the way across the board, number one, <laughs> yeah. first, right? Rod Red. So, uh, so Anton, you're out for the shootout. You uh, handled the photo duties for us on day one, and on day two, you got to fart around on the uh, YZ250F, and uh, I took over the photos for the Clydesdales. Really easy to shoot photos of those guys. Is it easy to get them in the frame? Yeah, because it's just. Big target, especially Dahmer. <laughs> you know, yeah. The camera focuses on him right away. Just boom, click. A lot, lot of love going around the track right there. Oh yeah. But uh, <clears throat> but yeah. So we had our 450 shootout last week. We ran to Kawea Creek for a couple of days. Um, had some great sponsors that helped us pull it together. Mm. We had uh, 805 beer, Maxis tires, Maxis GoPro, and Temecula Motorsports. Oh nice. So uh, yeah, Temecula Motorsports are these guys are badass. Right? Have you been to that shop? They have specialized they bikes. Have, they have specialized bikes. They have everything. Yeah. You know, I, they almost have every type of bike too, right? The only thing they don't have is the Euro bikes. Oh, wow. Okay. But, but still. And they have every type of part in stock all the time. Mm-hmm. Like if I need like a special part that's OEM or anything and I can't wait for like motorsport or getting it from Honda or the team or something, I can get it that day. From Temecula Motorsports, which yeah. is really cool. They usually have a lot of inventory mm-hmm. on everything, which is kind of cool. Hey, Derek, since your team is Chaparral one of the title sponsors, mm-hmm. do you go to Chaparral that often? Have you ever had a need for a part and, like, run there? Honestly, no. I have hey, not. I'll tell you this. I have not been to um, Speaking of that. Chaparral, uh, Cholo Mike, my mechanic from Supercross mm-hmm. last year, actually works in the uh, mechanic department at Chaparral. Really? Yes. Oh. Dude. I need to build some bridges with Chaparral. Yep. Dave Damron is mad at me still. From the whole, like, uh, Jeremy McGrath thing? No. Oh. No, no, no. Do you remember a Supercross commercial years ago where there was uh it was, like, a commercial that aired during Supercross, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and it showed this, like, beginner guy in, like, jeans and a jersey with a visor down and Mm-hmm. some X-brand goggles with a strap around his neck. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And he's, like, riding through the pits, and everybody's looking at him laughing, mm-hmm. pointing and laughing. And then he goes to Chaparral, and he comes out looking all dialed, and everybody's like, yeah. Like, I thought that that commercial was a really poor representation. Yeah. Because it made it look like our sport looks super elitist. Like, mm-hmm. you know, don't don't be a beginner. 
coming the track looking like that. Mm-hmm. So I wrote that on Instagram. I was like, dude, this is kind of lame. And all these people jumped on and, you know, they changed the commercial. Mm-hmm. But, like, they've pissed at me about that. But it's like, it was just an opinion. Yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't say, don't buy our gear here. I just said, you know, it's just kind of like the wrong message to put out there. That's not how you grow the sport. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you don't want to. Chaparral, they, they do have a lot of freaking stuff over dude, there. Dude, it's like the, like the. Like the Tyler Galleria of motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. I don't know. Do they still have mountain bikes there? I I you haven't know. been right. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't know. I yeah, think for they a do. while they were selling yeah, mountain bikes. Yeah. yeah, it's an awesome place though. Yeah. But anyway, Dave, I love you. <laughs> Please forgive me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so getting back to the shootout was super fun. Uh, we didn't have Suzuki in the shootout because they, the bike's not here for one, mm-hmm. and for two, it's unchanged for like how many years now mm-hmm. but uh obviously still a great bike still a favorite of scrub daddy and oh yeah Derek drake here oh yeah but uh we plan to do some things with them later on i think i'm gonna do edit with heart raft on the 450 and Derek drake on the 250 but uh getting to ride all the bikes back to back was super fun for me obviously it was like my 30 something shootout so i'm like not that excited about it yeah but it's still a good time uh this year there was three variables in our shootout because gas gas wasn't here last year. So mm-hmm. the gas gas had to fit in somewhere. The Honda had stiffer suspension, cleaned up ECU. The Yamaha has a new rear wheel and firmer suspension settings. So yeah. things ranked a little bit different. Plus we had two test riders unavailable this year because Pat Foster has a blown out knee from the wood chips. At, uh, Did he have arm pump surgery too? Yeah. He Holy got that cow. down at the same time. He figured he'd Get it all Just done. Just get right? everything done. Yeah, yeah I should have done that. Yeah, I think next he's going to do that adult circumcision thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that and then Mike Sleater moved to Australia. So uh, yeah. we replaced them with Cordell Caro, Corsacci, and, nice. and Scrub Daddy. Dude, Scrub Daddy, he's got to be the best, right? Yeah. yeah, he was so fun. He showed up for the 805 Happy Hour, which, by the way, is on YouTube already mm. and on our website. 805 happy hours where we come together as a group afterwards and just shoot the shit like yeah. bullshit about the bikes with no rankings or anything. Just talk about what we like in bikes, what each bike did for us. But scrub daddy shows up in a cowboy hat and black satin pants that had studs down the sides. Holy cow. A dude. satin vest that had studs around the arms and everything and a long sleeve black shirt. He looked like one of the village people. Oh, do you know, know? Do you know Scrubby? Um, he showed me what's up at, at Paris a couple of weeks ago. What do you mean? Um, scrubbed under you? Oh yeah, scrubbed right under me. And was gone. <laughs> Left me. Dude, he has like the sickest style ever. I don't know how he just like he'll cruise around the whole track. But dude, whenever he comes up to a jump, he yeah. just flickers the clutch, yeah. gets going, and then just throws a fat whip. Yeah, yeah. I was at Paris doing motos, and um, here comes Scrub Daddy. He's like, you know, getting a clear track for his big whip coming up. He goes around the finish line. He's looking back. I'm coming. I'm doing a moto. <laughs> Hits a right-hander, drops the hammer. Yeah. Through the mud puddle. And this by this time, I'm side by side. <laughs> Douches me with mud. <laughs> hey, throws a whip in front of me and looks over at me. I'm like, well. You, you know, got scrubbed. Yep. He, yeah. He's a new factory rider now. I'm not. I'm <laughs> kicked off. <laughs> how, how many times would you reckon he hit that clutch lever? About 20 before the face. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. Anton, have you fallen victim to Scrub Daddy yet? Have no. You no. 
No, I haven't. Uh, well, no, maybe back in the day, like back when I was in California, uh, mm-hmm. some stuff happened, but nothing like recently now that like we know him. Mm-hmm. But there would be times that he would be like chasing you and you would be chasing me. And then I'd just be like, oh, God, like, what's he going to do? You know, because I didn't know how good of a rider he was. I was like, is he going to eat shit right in front of me when he goes past me? Like, it was terrifying. Yeah. So much control in the jumps whenever he's throwing whips. I've never hey. seen him out of control. Yeah, shooting photos of him like it, it is hilarious. Like he is, he, he's impressive to watch because that guy has a lot of confidence in his skill. Like he really moves around a lot on the bike on purpose. You know, he looks good. He looks damn good doing it. Jeez. You know, there was one day at milestone I pulled in and I waved to him, and as I was unloading, this big crowd went running over to this big double on the side. Yeah, and he had. He was riding his KX252 stroke. That was yours for a while. I still have it. And he uh, just put a new clutch in it or something. He was blaming on the clutch. But you know he likes to slam on his rear brake to dump the front end? Yeah. He did it and stalled in the air and went over the bars and was KO'd. Dude, he looked like Black Gumby with X's in his eyes, right? <laughs> they cut all of his gear off. He's laying there in his underwear with all these crazy tattoos all over his body. <laughs> and, dude, all the scrub daddy disciples and people that love him, Dude, no one was, like, concerned. They're like, oh, Scrub Daddy's KO'd over there. <laughs> and so I, No one cares. I mean, Tim Tucker. Yeah. And I loaded him up, and I drove him home to his house. Yeah. And, and took care of him. But Been there. Hey, that's a good thing, though, because, hey, whenever you were KO'd, he took you to the hospital, too. Yeah, you Paris. You didn't know who you he were. Yeah. Yeah. I came to, you know, when you get knocked out, mm-hmm. you can be functioning or anything, but you're not really there. Yeah, you're not really, yeah. But you come to. Yeah. He's driving me. I got KO'd at Paris, and he's driving me home the Sprinter. And I'm sitting there in the passenger seat, and I like kind of like wake oh, up, yeah. and I look, up? and I'm all, <laughs> I'm being carjacked. <laughs> There's a black dude in a motocross jersey driving my van. Yeah, he's yeah. always he's always in a pickup kit. Every time he leaves the track, he never takes his jersey off. Yeah. He just runs it. Yeah, he puts. Hey, his... Don, what was the gear that he had like years ago? Bolt. The Australian. Bolt. Bolt, yes, oh, dude. dude. I remember when he was like the hookup in the U.S. for Bolt gear, and I was like, "Hell yeah, Bolt gear!" Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he he drives home in his jersey, and he puts his knee brace socks on the back of the 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 bed right behind the window. Mm-hmm. Somehow they never fly away. But he puts them there what? to air out. Holy right? cow, dude! No. Have you ever worn your jersey home from the track? Um, not unless I'm not fun- like hurt. No. Yeah. Not even when you're little? mm, I mainly drive home, like, after the – like, in the summertime, I'll drive home every day in in my underwear. No shirt, nothing, because it's just so hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's some Tennessee stuff right there. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just get in the truck in my underwear and just peace out. I remember one time, I think my first ever three-wheeler race. (laughs) God, here we go with the three-wheeler was I was getting in the truck in my gear. Yeah. And my brother's all, yo, No. You're not doing that. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I'm all, I just, I'm too tired to change. He goes, no, you want to, you think you're going to look cool when we stop to get something on the way home, <laughs> like showing that you're a racer. You're oh, not doing that. Oh, yeah. How about you, Anton? Be truthful. Um, 
nothing now maybe back in the day no not even back in the day because like we didn't go anywhere to ride we just rode at the house yeah mm. yeah so not really uh and then when we would go ride like you would be so dusty or tired that you just like were ready to get out of your gear so yeah not really i always had to get my gear on on the way to the track because my dad was always late late. we, we always missed practice and i always had to just go up to the gate first moto just cold turkey no <laughs> yeah. practice nothing <laughs> i hope they don't change the track dude did you see that at our swap moto live races sometimes so the turnout's so big that you see people in line to get in the track yeah and you see the kid jump out and grab his gear yeah. <laughs> changing his gear yeah. in the back of the truck <laughs> i've been there a couple of times yeah jeez so okay so shootout we got uh, some new announcements and stuff mm-hmm. uh, a lot of mechanic changes this week or people finding homes correct michael yeah, a lot, really a lot over the last like three weeks. Uh, stuff that's been stuff that's been in the works all summer. I mean, even dating back to Southwest is now finally out there. Um, so that stuff's good. But then even you know little changes in the last two weeks. I think even there's still going to be some stuff worked out because it seems like Star needs two mechanics still too. So a lot of little moving pieces here and there. Who are the two um, riders that have no mechanics at Star? Uh, I haven't found out that one yet. I'm trying to I'm trying to see like who's going where because, um, you know, Just Cooper's mechanic gets put to EY. Uh, then Brett Duff leaves. You know, Phoenix Honda goes down there. He's going to be Christian Craig's mechanic because Rankin left. Mm-hmm. So they needed a lot of stuff in a lot of different ways. And guys that were going to be 250 mechanics and had confirmed positions with their riders have just left now too. Mm-hmm. So it's been kind of you know Derek Dwyer and Dalton Keevan. So there's been a little bit of stuff where you're just like, oh shit, okay, um, yeah. So just, I honestly, and and then figuring out who's gonna wrench for who at these other teams. You know, uh, you did that video with Malcolm Stewart uh, for the O'Neill Supercross preview show. He says that he gets CeeLo over at Husky. Mm-hmm. That's good for CeeLo. You know, there was even times this summer where they didn't know what they were gonna do with Dave Feeney if Zach didn't race. Yeah. So it's you know, there's a lot of there's been a lot of stuff going on all over the place and a lot of people have left, you know, um, Moto concepts had a guy leave and he's went off and got another job. Pro circuit had some people leave and go off and get jobs in the industry and out of the industry. It's just, it's we've, like we've said in the podcast a couple times this year, it's been a, uh, a big buyer's market if you're a mechanic right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So who's your mechanic if Cholo Mike's at Chaparral? Um, I don't know yet. Uh, we're still talking to a few people with the team. Uh, it's super tough to find a mechanic right now. I mean, everyone's getting snatched up. It's just hard. It's hard right now. There's not a lot of me- – everyone is moving around, and there's not a lot of mechanicing jobs out there right now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're a mechanic and you're wanting to get into the sport, Supercross, Motocross, and you have good skills, good abilities, you've been to MMI or you've been to mechanic school – Reach out to these teams right now because I know that there is a lot of teams out there. I don't know about your team. Do you? Are you guys all good with mechanics? Or are you guys? Um, still yeah, we're still looking. I, Larry's talking to some guy. I think he talked to a guy yesterday. But yeah, um, same. Yeah, same with our team. Yeah, we were. Um, we've been looking for for a while. Yeah, same with our team. I think uh, there's like two spots available for our team as well. You know, so um, yeah, it's it's a freaking it's gnarly right now with mechanics. Mm-hmm. I know PC like they were looking for guys a lot. And they, a lot of people are just moving teams. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the same mechanics are out there, 
but they're just all switching teams. It's crazy. It's like musical chairs, it seems like, right now. Yeah, that's one of the funny things about Anaheim. One is you're walking, you're like, oh, hey, you're here. Oh, yeah. Well, you look weird in green. Oh, you look <laughs> weird in yellow. Yeah. Oh, well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess the mechanic you know for your team doesn't have to be, like, really skilled with electronics, though, like, for batteries. Yeah, there's not much on that, on the electrical part. You don't have an electric start, but. Do you guys actually, uh, so Suzuki makes that power tuner now where you need to, like, hook a battery up and all that. Do you guys ever mess with that, or are you just straight to, like, uh. No, we went, um, I we think, just go straight to Twisted. Yeah, straight to Twisted yeah. with Jamie and the, yeah. I think that you guys run Vortex, right? Mm. Vortex Ignition? I'm pretty sure, maybe. He just twists the throttle. Yeah. Hey, yeah, he just twists yeah, the throttle, dude. dude. He's good at it. Mm-hmm. The dude can go freaking fast, man. Yeah, just got to get myself, you know, up yeah. in shape. Yeah. You know, you got a little bit of an excuse yeah, so as of right now, but uh, we're we're getting there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got a new <laughs> trainer this year. Everything's good. Got a new heart. The second one, actually. Yeah, second heart, dude. Hey, funny story. This dude's going in for a second heart surgery, right? Mm. Tell him like tell a week him, ago. We could go today. Yeah, we could go today. Tell him what you uh, said to the nurse right before you go under anesthesia. Yeah. So there's been a joke going on about um, like me, A Ray, Mumford, Davey. Like it's just like something we say out of like when we're done with a road bike ride or like something hard's coming up. It's just like you know just BS and like we'll be like, ah, oh, see you never. Like, <laughs> and we're gonna see each other in like five minutes. Like, yeah, see you never. Yeah. And I'm all you know. I got some gases flowing in me with the hospital, getting ready to go to surgery. And the nurse is like, all right, we're going to put your anesthesia in. And I'm like, see you never. <laughs> As he's about to get heart and I, surgery. And then I'm like, oh. And they're all like, said that. And I'm like, and I had like a 30-second time, time period where I'm going to be out cold because she already put it in. And I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to say that. Like, It's just a habit. Just like, I say that all the time. And I'm just like, snoring. <laughs> okay, so for those – that are completely uninformed and don't know. Explain your your condition and why you missed a good portion of this this season. Okay, so um, probably like dating back in the beginning, my last bit end of amateurs, um, I had a high heart rate, like and you know over two hundred. Nope, like whatever, like it's higher than normal, but you know you, know, you can get away with it, especially in amateurs because you know the qualifiers are five seven laps. No big deal. Loretta's is 20 minutes. That was probably like my max. <laughs> and um, so and then as soon as I go pro, um, you know, we're 30s during the week. On the weekend, training, everything ramps up. And um, I did summer of 19 of my rookie year of outdoors, uh, turned pro. And, um, you know, like I had a couple of top 10 motos, but, you know, I couldn't recover um, in time to do the second moto. So I'd always go like, you know, 10 19 10 20 like and uh, my heart would get getting like the two teens i'm like all right well like maybe if i get into more maybe if i get into more shape i train harder i train better it'll get better so like i trained with randy that randy lawrence that outdoor season and then the team's like all right well like i had one more year left on my contract well i'm i'm gonna be all in i'll do whatever you guys say i'll do whatever like anything you guys say i'll do so um i went to alden's and um you know it just like I did training, I did every every single thing by the book, and um, yeah, like my heart rate was like fine. I got by during Supercross, but I was still smoked, like smoked. Like after the heat race, I was like doing, mm-hmm. I'm like, get this, this, like anything new for the main event. Like I got to last these 15 minutes, and like I had a couple, I had a seven, sevenths in the mains, like 
not to my potential because like during practice like my team like my teammates know like like everyone knows like yeah i'm fast but like i cannot like mode like guys around you motos like it's totally different level um racing in the stadiums and stuff like i, I Playing simple, I got tired. Like my heart rate would be like in the two teens. Like now, all these trainers through the years weren't they kind of like, "Fuck, why is your heart rate so high?" You would think that, right? So like you know, like <clears throat> obviously Alden, um, we had he'd check my polar stuff every day. Like we'd been on road rides, and um, he just, I mean, basically just said like, "You have a hummingbird heart." So I'm like, mm-hmm. "All right, let's." I mean, why I'm, I'm not getting better? Like I'm not getting in better shape. I'm going backwards. Like and then. So Supercross went not what I wanted. Like, I could have been better with my, like, ability. And, and I could have been better, straight mm-hmm. as that. So then I go and I move to Florida for the summer and um, to do whatever it takes. And, um, you know, it's hot there. It's humid. Like, doing the full program at Alden's facility. And, like, I'm getting smoked. Like, I can barely, like, 15, 20 minutes in, like, I am flatlining. Mm-hmm. And um, I go on my road rides. I go on road rides. Like, I'm with... Thrasher, Styles was there, Pierce was there, Alden, uh, Mike Brown, Seth, and um, I'm like averaging like, you know, in like the 160s. Like, I'm like, I, I averaged like 175 on a road bike ride one day, mm-hmm. and I remember I'm like, dude, what are you guys at? Like, how are you guys doing this? Like, and then like, like you know, like Styles, Thrasher, like they're in front of me like at 130, and they're they're talking, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. I am dying. Like, I, I averaged like 175 for like over. Like an hour and a half ride, yeah. dead, and then ride the next day. So I was just going backwards and um, yourself a hole, man. Going backwards. So like I call up, then I go to WW. All I got is practicing me at this point, like qualifying. So like TK's like, dude, like just go out and rip practice, like, and then you'll be good. For, you'll be good for the motos. I'm like, all right, rip practice, like WW, like qualified third. I'm like, I show up for the motos and it's hot, and I'm like, going walking mm-hmm. the line. I'm like, I'm done, like. I can like I'm so beat tired right now. Get a mid pack start. I land a jump, my hand just blows off, and I'm just like laying in the dirt, just like blacking out. So then <laughs> I DNF. So I, I didn't I didn't race the rest of the season. I because I'm done, and like I had to figure out my heart deal because at that point it was to the point like there's I'm, I can't do anything about it no matter how hard I train no matter how much I train I can't do anything about it. So, um, so yeah, that was the end of the KTM stuff. So. Go to um, uh, Larry and Myron at um, Bar X, and um, we're getting my heart stuff figured out. We're like maybe like do this beta blocker stuff. We're like doing everything we can, mm-hmm. and um, nothing's really working. And I go out in December practicing for Supercross. I snap my femur, mm-hmm. and I was there that day. Yep, and then um, <clears throat> get back from that, do that, and then rehabbing, racing, and then um, do Atlanta. Just to Atlanta Supergross and that track was so gnarly, dude. Oh fuck yeah, it was so, so bad, gnarly. so gnarly, <laughs> dude. I barely made the mains, yeah, barely. And I'm like, I gotta figure this hard. Like, I'm not getting in shape. Yeah. So I to go to the cardiologist. I went to cardiologist for in like October. He said, here, take this stuff, this like a uh, pill, and it'll lower your heart rate. It did, but it's not it's not healthy to take like that kind of stuff. So, like, yeah. I have to get it fixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I do the first. Um, I do Paula. Um, and I do like the first round of outdoors and, um, I go like, I don't even remember actually. I don't know. I didn't even score points. I'm like, I, the, my career is done. I'm like I'm done. So I'm like, the next day goes around. I ain't done. No, way. I ain't done. I'm yeah. not done. <laughs> Wake up the next day. Ah, oh, I'm not done. I, and, um, gotta get it figured out. I got to figure it, figure it out. So, 
blah, blah, blah. Do all this stuff. Doctors, doctors, doctors. We do the first heart surgery in July. And, um, like, so is, it, there, is there a medical condition that you have? Like, they knew what it was? Like, oh, it's because of this? Not really. It's just I have overactive nerve in my heart. So, like, flashback to Paula, I'm like, I'm in the 220s. Wow. It's getting worse. Yeah. And, um, do and then so I go in I tell them what's going on and I have all my polar stuff I'm actually the doctor like here like here's what's going on here's the graph blah 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 and he's like oh my that's pretty gnarly blah blah <laughs> so he goes in so he goes in through your main artery uh-huh. in your groin so there's two catheters one is like one is like a torch and one is like a camera to see what he's doing and he's got it all on the screen and all that mm-hmm. stuff so what he does is um, he puts some stuff in your IV when you're out to make your heart rate accelerate like like you're exercising mm-hmm. and he sees like the nerves and cells like start doing funky stuff and he kills them with it with his like torch like he carterizes oh, them okay so then it'll bring your heart rate down when you exercise because i don't have a problem living a normal life like this sitting down yeah, talking yeah. i would have never known i had it's only exercising on a high periods of time a high intensity so that's the only way to find it so he does it it works great for two weeks like i went on a mountain bike ride and like after like I went on a mountain bike ride after the surgery. Like I maxed out at like 165. I'm like, it's <laughs> it. I'm done. I'm good to go. Like I'm getting in shape. Like it's good. And um, do it for the first two weeks. And like, and then after that, like starts creeping up a little bit day by day, day by day, day by day. And I already planned the on torch doing. nerves are healing. I guess they're like growing back. Yeah. So like he didn't do it. And he said he didn't want to do it too far because if you can't go back. Yeah. So he's like, I don't want to go too far the first time. So. I'm already committed to race the last two rounds of outdoors, um, Paula and Hangtown. Uh, race Paula, and by that time, I already grew back. Like, I was during the week practicing. It was in the two teens again. I'm like, oh, uh. I'm, I'm like, I already committed. I'm going to do it. So, can I started training with Davey. At, at, uh, I started training with Davey in the beginning of outdoors. So, like, mm-hmm. he's been with me this whole time. Like, he's been a really huge help with doctors because he knows everyone. Yeah. And um, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do it. So, I do it. It's super hot that day. I was running in the top 10, 10 minutes in, 15 minutes in, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, dude, like, I am smoked. And I pulled off because I knew, I knew it was like, I'm screwed. So I pull off, not racing the second moto, just dead tired, like, don't know what's going on, like, fuzzy eyes, all, all the stuff. And I'm like, Davey's like, okay, next weekend, you're going to race, but you are going to ride. I don't care how slow you ride, you are going to finish both motos. Mm-hmm. Finish both motos, no matter how slow. You can be out there all day. They'll wait for you. So um, <laughs> I go to Hangtown, qualify. All I got is qualifying. I do one lap qualifying. It's like 221 within one lap. Oh, my God. And within – so it's it's literally within two minutes. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I'm like, well, I'm screwed for the motos. Like I qualified like in the like 10th or something. And um, go to the motos, whatever, mid-pack starts. And because it's like it's hard to it's hard to race when you know like you are, you're gonna go 30 percent the whole time. So I cruise around like I'm cruising around and about 30 40 percent and like 20 like 20 25th place like cruising, and I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like dying. And I'm like this ain't right. So like it was like yeah, I maxed out at like 229. Oh my god. Yeah. I maxed out and uh, at that time I'm like. I already made an appointment to get my second one done. So, like, I, I had to wait for two weeks for, like, insurance, all that stuff to get get me in. So, I, I got it. And, um, you know, so far, 
So good. So, far, so, so the good. second surgery, he went yeah, gnarly. Yeah, so the second surgery, I go in, <coughs> and he says, all right, I'm going to be super aggressive. Same doctor. He's like, I'm going to be super aggressive with it. Um, super, like, super aggressive with it. And he's like, and I talked to him after surgery, and he was like, I was like, how'd it go? And he's like, well, if I went anymore, you're going to have to have a pacemaker. Like, I went all the way. Mm. Super low heart Did rate. he, uh, when he went in with the camera, did Didn't he you see? say your, your heart rate dropped to 10? No, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But like when he went in with the camera, did he see and say, holy shit, stuff healed or grew back? No. Um, I didn't really, I didn't ask that, but I, all, dude, all I care about is this thing's fixed, you yeah. know? So um, I said, how did he, he said literally, it He burnt so much that he was burnt oh, on yeah. the outside of his skin. Yeah, so like it got so hot in my chest. I woke up from surgery and the nurse was like, well, you got some scar, you got some burns on your chest. And I'm like, I look down, dude, like full on arcs, like around like my, this side of the chest, all the way across my chest to my heart and like f- burnt. And I'm like, wow. it's like, you know, that guy from Iron Man who has like the electrical stuff, like whipping like yeah, the cars yeah. and stuff. It's like, I, I got I... whipped by an electrical, like whip, like, whip. Yeah. Like it was all over my back. And like, I got burnt from the inside out. Wow. And the burns was are it painful. The... Like, like did the, your insides hurt or anything? No. I mean like af- <clears throat> after it, like my chest, like, is like tight like it feels like a new motor like it's like like it doesn't like want to like rev up uh-huh. all the way it's like it's so tight in there and like feels new i mean <laughs> it feels pretty <laughs> hey, good hey, it feels pretty good <laughs> you know so um yeah so far so good we're training and boot camp for supercross wow so yeah. what is your max heart rate right now dude oh I we we haven't we haven't we haven't i haven't rode yet yeah i, I oh, ride okay. wednesday but i'm the highest i've gotten it to on our road bike rides or dual sport rides <laughs> are you know mountain bike rides like i've only gotten it up to like 130 and i've been like cruising i and i i not not any like i put in pretty good effort and it's and it's like that and so i feel pretty good about it yeah yeah it, maybe Dahmer so. has this condition that's why he maybe. gets tired so fast yeah. <laughs> um, put a heart in one room. hey yeah. guys we're going to take a quick break dear from our sponsors uh we'll be back for more have you heard that yoshimura is now making bicycle components That's right. Their first product to market, the Chileo Pedal, was over two years in development, and now they're ready for your mountain bike or BMX bike. Made in the USA and available in two sizes, you have to see these masterpieces of machining to appreciate them. They're most likely the last pedals you'll ever need for your bicycle. Now shipping worldwide. Check them out at YoshimuraCycling.com. Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs 
The wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Uh, listening to Derek talk about his crazy heart surgery deal. So it, there's another thing. You wake up during surgery? Did you wake up during this one? Um, no, not the second one because I told them on the first one. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know, I was like, have you ever woken up? I'm like, yeah, I might have, yeah. He's like, all right, we, that won't happen this time. But yeah, during the first one, they put, well, they don't put you like my first one. They said they were gonna put me in like in twilight sleep, but you, I'm like, all right, and so like I guess it's it's not as deep as sleep as as anesthesia, so I woke up in like mid surgery, and like I woke up when they put the stuff in my IV to make my heart rate pump fast, uh-huh. and I'm like, what's going on? Like my heart rate's pumping so fast, and I and I, I'm not breathing hard because I'm not using my lungs, and it's weirdest feeling ever, and I'm like, <laughs> and are there? He's awake. He's yeah, awake. yeah. So I'm I'm laying on my back. And, like, I try to, like, move just, like, naturally. I try to, like, lift up. And, dude, I was full. They had me strapped down. They had ankle, they had ankles on me. They had my wrist on me. I'm like, I can't move. And they're like, whoa, whoa, stop moving. Stop moving. You know, and he's like, I'm awake. I'm awake. And I was like, and then all of a sudden I just see an arm, like, reach across me. And then he's like, put some stuff in my IV. And then out. Out. <laughs> out. <laughs> Yikes. Is that the first time that you've woken up during surgery? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's freaking nuts, man. My my femur surgery, I had a pretty good sleep. Bone was sticking out of my leg, so I would hope so. <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, that day was pretty grim. Oof. Yeah, the I femur day. yeah snapped my femur. I I was knocked out. I woke up, and Larry's Larry's right there, and um I, I can't remember who else. Uh, I think uh, Breeze's dad was there, 
And um, I hear Larry to my mechanic at the time, Austin, go get his truck. Gets my truck. And then because he told Elsinore people, call an ambulance. And he's like, they're not going to be here for like 20 minutes. And Larry's like, oh, fuck, we can't wait that long. Larry in the back of that truck. Picked me up, threw me in the passenger seat of my truck, and I'm just holding my leg in the passenger seat. And we were just cruising to Loma Linda on the other side of 215 from Elsinore. Mm-hmm. So we just took like Clinton Keith all the way across. Sitting there, I'm like, I'm, I'm hurting. I have like my jersey like in my teeth because I'm like hurting. And um, we get to the hospital, and um, they see the blood on my pants. And he's like, is it compound? I'm like, fucking, I'm not fucking, I'm not looking. <laughs> they cut it. And like, yep. And, like, and then they're like, we're not a trauma unit, so we can't treat you here. Oh. Turn around. <laughs> we're going to, um, what's the one by Omaheart Grill? Our Old Market Grill. Oh, uh, Inland Valley Medical. Inland Valley Medical. Yeah. Turn around and go there. <laughs> and um, Holy shit, dude. You're yep, just sitting there I'm compounded. Sitting there. Oh, my and, God. And, um, yep, get in the truck, go to Inland, show up. And um, I had surgery that night, and um, luckily. And, uh, yeah. Dude, Larry, just a freaking savage. Just Me, picking him up yep. and putting him in the freaking yeah. passenger seat. Yeah, we're yeah. not waiting. Let's go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Nuts. It's been a crazy. It's been a crazy year. It hasn't even been a year yet. That's not all that. Yeah. yeah, dude. A femur break and two heart surgeries. Yeah, what can go wrong, bro? <laughs> your your pain threshold is unbelievable. Like yeah, the broken was... femur thing. Like oh my god! And then you're just cruising around the 15, just in the IE, just like chilling. Yeah, yeah we had, we had the Jesus radio. Christ. Hey, Larry had the radio going. He's making some phone calls to Hannah, Myron. And we had the radio going. I'm like, oh, it's a great day off. <laughs> great day off. <laughs> Damn. So good. That's gnarly. So at this point, was the doctor optimistic about it taking? Yeah. Yeah. He said he burnt it all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> Burned it, burned you, it down. What's your resting heart rate like when you wake up? Uh, my resting still isn't is it like, like a normal. Oh, so the reason why I'm, I'm a lot more confident in this one is because um, – uh, my resting, like after the first one, like I was sitting in the hospital, I'm like, shouldn't this thing be lower? I was like sitting in the hospital bed, like in the eighties, I'm watching the monitor and, um, I'm like, Oh, I just have some, still have some drugs in my system. Like it'll, it'll go down. And it, and it eventually did mm-hmm. go down. Like my heart resting is not super gnarly, like probably like mid fifties mm-hmm. and right now. And, um, after that, it just took a long, long time for my resting to get down. And immediately after the second one. I was in the hospital bed in the mid fifties, mm. so I'm like, "All right, we're already way off to a way better start." Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. What's your resting heart rate? Um, I don't know. I haven't checked. I need to check. You got an aura ring on your finger. Yeah, where's check my your f- app. Where's my phone? <laughs> my aura ring's been dead for like two days. I'm I've so actually far- been good about charging on. Davey said he's gonna get me one, so I I don't, I don't have Let's one see. yet. But all right, please hold. I'll check. So one time I got knocked out at Kawea, <laughs> and I was laying in bed at Inland Valley Medical, and I'm laying there, and I'm kind of in a daze, and I'm like in my underwear because they cut everything yeah. off, and the nurse is like messing with the, the machinery, mm-hmm. and I was like, what's wrong? And she goes, your, your heart rate's really low. <laughs> like, is something wrong? She's like checking the pads. Yeah. And she goes, well, are, are you an athlete? And like mm-hmm. I was like pretty fat back then, <laughs> but you know, because motocross. You, yeah, yeah. But I'm like laying there in my door all fat. I'm like, can't you tell? Look at <laughs> look at my body. I'm an athlete. What was it? <laughs> it was like 54 or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
Or what is it? What are we looking at? Well, your low was 46. That's, that's good. That's my resting. That's yeah. 46. That's good. My lowest resting, I think, was 34. What? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, ah. that was my lowest. And that, but that Damn was in way. that was in the end of seventeen. That's like, I don't know. I felt pretty good then. Was that Pablo or Davey training? Uh, that was a mix of both. Yeah. Yeah, that was both. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, she's riding more dual sports. That's I know. I need yeah. to, dude. Okay, so I went on my first dual sport ride last night. Yeah, I was wondering about the Instagram yep. stories of you walking in AMPM with your RDX 2.0 boots. Yep. No, 2.2. 2.2. Boots. Yeah, 2.2s. Okay, 2.0 was a few years ago. We're we're upgraded. So um, I, I'm super. I've never done anything like this ever in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't have that many. I don't have that good of bike skills. I feel like sometimes. I'm not good at hopping logs. Yeah, I did that at Enduro Cross a few years ago, but I just feel like, I mean, I can ride Supercross, I can ride outdoors, I can do that stuff, but whenever it comes to jumping over logs, rocks, I hate rocks. Like, you've seen me ride a mountain bike, right, at Greer. Mm -hmm. Every time I go to Greer, I eat shit. Every time I ride my mountain bike, I eat shit half the time. So, I was super nervous. Derek's like, hey, like, uh, we we got a bike for you. It's got a headlight on it. Let's eat dinner at my house, and then we'll go on a dual sport ride tomorrow night or tonight. We're all like, fuck. I was like, dude, I was so nervous. My palms were sweating. Okay, wait, wait, wait. The scary thing about this in my mind when I'm picturing it is him doing whiskey throttle shit on the street. <laughs> was, he, was he being an idiot? Well, the best, no, the, the best part about it is the dual sport rides I go on, like my routes, we don't, go, we don't touch the street that much. We okay. do for like a little parts of time, but it's mainly like, slower hill climb technical downhill like downhill stuff like if we will we'll rip a street for like quite a while but if we do it's not in a populated area it's not a busy yeah. street yeah okay. yeah which is good for me but yeah some of the stuff that we went down like we had to we had to walk our bikes down a little bit he he makes half the freaking trails yeah. too mm-hmm. he's a trail hey, boss is what half they the call trails it. around this minifee elstner area are mine (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's made up okay so like he is a dual sport freaking king of these areas like his dual sport probably has a million hours on it or something i don't know it has he has the baldest tire on the back i have a street bike tire on my anyone who has a A 18 inch rear tire for a dual sport hit me up because i need one (laughs) my tire has been bald for about two years he tried to do this hill climb last night okay so the bike that i had had a had a good tire on it and I was able to make it up the Were hill. Were you like, on an RX, back. like a dirt no, bike? He was on like no. a CRF 450. We, just, we just put a headlight on it. <laughs> put a headlight on a CRF 450. I was just cruising it. He, had the, be- he, had, the, he had the best bike out of all of us. It was me, Mumford, and Harry. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he goes. He does his hill climb first, right? He's got a bald tire. It is pitch black outside. We're in the middle of the mountains, right? Yeah. You can't and see five feet in front of you, you except for your headlight. You cannot see five feet in front of you except for your headlight. Like he said. He goes down this hill, and all you hear is just a wide open, Wah! all the way up this hill. And all, you can't see him. All you see is a headlight just shaking, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. All the way up this hill, and then he like gets to the top, and the light stops, and then the light just goes off because <laughs> he didn't make it. Cause he <laughs> yeah, as soon as my bike stalls, my, bike shut, my light shuts off. And then Carson's like, all right, well, I guess I got to try it. So Carson, he freaking wide open all the way up this thing because he has an RX, right? And uh-huh. his knobbies are almost gone, and he barely makes it. And I'm like, shit. I'm the last to go. I'm like, fuck, I don't know where hey, to go. I've never and done he has this. no fuel. 
I hey, we're no rushing back to the house because he has a stock tank, uh-huh. and we have these big dual sport tanks. So I fill up a water bottle at AM PM, threw an A-Rise backpack, and like we dumped the last of it. 30 minutes ago and we're still 30 minutes from the house <laughs> and i'm like shit and i did this climb and i'm freaking like oh god i can't see two feet in front of me i mean obviously i had a good light but i don't know this trail at all and you have to zigzag up this hill There's rocks like, rocks trees. everything uh-huh. so i'm just like trying to go straight but i'm zigzagging everywhere and then out of nowhere i just see Derek in the middle of the hill like because his his light was off yeah he was still stuck on the side of the hill i'm like oh shit i gotta go around him and then i finally make it up to the top and carson's like should i help Derek?" (laughs) because for one they put this aftermarket light on a crf 450 Mm -hmm. it's not it's not for the crf 450 Mm -hmm. so they like kind of rigged up a light my battery's dead i cannot shut the bike off either Oh yeah, I had start. to yeah I had to bump start it. Luckily, I shut it off on a hill, mm-hmm. so I had to keep the bike running. So I was like, I can't help him. I can't get off the bike. I don't have a kickstand either. Mm-hmm. So Carson had to go and help him push him up the hill because he doesn't have any knobbies on his tire. Dude. Dude, it was one of the best. Like I've never done anything like that before in my life, and that was one of the most fun things I've done on a dirt bike. I thought, I mean, just pitch black, dark yeah. headlight at night, just riding trails, cruising around. Mm-hmm. We went all the way up to the trail or all the way up to the towers. Elsinore Towers. Elsinore Towers, and then came down, down by like Ortega. The, yeah, down by Ortega. Mm. We came down the Ortega, and then went around the lake, and then yeah, we rode in the like the wash of the freaking Lake Elsinore Lake. <laughs> yeah. So like, one of the best things like, that's what I love to do. Like, I'll see from the garage, and I'll hit trails. I'll make trails. If I see a trail, I'll hit it. Like, I love that type of stuff. Like, I love riding like that type of stuff. So like, there's just one one story. I was with uh, – and Max, my buddy Max Miller has a dual sport too. So when he's down here, we love to go. That's who I started to go with in the first place. And so me and Max – and I'm like I'll go on Google Maps at night on the computer. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm zooming in on trails, like following the trails, like I, I, everything. So I'm like, Max, I got this sick ride we can do from my house. Like we'll leave from my house and we'll go to the beach. Like over – like we'll go – we'll hit the hills like by like um, over ITT. Like there's mm-hmm. trails. Like we got it. So, like, we're, we go up ITT, rip in. Like, we get to the top of the towers by ITT, and I pull out my phone. I'm like, all right, this is the trail we need to hit. Like, it'll drop us off right in Rancho Santa Margarita. Mm-hmm. Rancho Santa Margarita. And he's like, all right, sick. So, like, uh, Max is leading, and I'm, I'm behind him. And we're, like, cruising up to where the trail should be. And then we stop, and Max is like, is this it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> we, turn, <laughs> we turn left, and, dude, straight, like, on the backside of um, ITT, like, on the back side of it. So straight downhill and like we're walking our bikes down. And as soon as we get down the first part, we can't turn around and go back up because we just went down a wall. So we are mm. stuck. Yeah. And I realized where we're at. And I realized it was gnarly because they had that trail had ropes around the tel- like the, um, the telephone poles mm. for alignment because the trail is so steep for them to walk up. <laughs> and I'm like, Max, we're on the wrong trail. And so, um, <laughs> Eight hours later, we are we st- we got up to the top of the hill at noon, and it's getting dark out, and um, we're still walking our bikes down this trail, and it's like six miles, and it's straight down. It's not you can barely walk the trail, and we're trying uh-huh. to fit our bikes through it. Yeah, and we are stuck in the middle of the mountains, and we're like, "Hey, Max, like we're we're like we're we're gonna sleep out here, like." <laughs> And we're like, like, hey, did your dad ever buy the helicopter? Like, remember, like, if you go to like the local races, like they have the helicopter insurance just in case you have to get life flight, life lighted. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, Max, like, 
did your dad ever buy that? Like, we, we, you think that'll work for us? <laughs> like, we are stuck. Like, we are stuck. Like, we're gonna have to get life lighted out of here. Like, and like, dude, like, and it's like, we gotta take our jerseys off because we're sweating so bad. Like, we'll get hypothermia at night. Yeah. And like, we're just sitting there. Like, we had luck. We had two chocolate chip cookies and two water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to make that last and we're like dude we have to make this last all night so we shot our bikes off we're like drinking water and Max like you hear that and I'm like no he's like alright there's a there's a river close by I hear a running waterfall like we got water we got water for the night <laughs> and we were and like dude and I, I came to like realization like we're not sleeping out here like we have to get out of here mm-hmm. so we keep on you even trucking. called your chick you said you oh said, yeah Hannah. I called Hannah I'm like Hannah like just let you know Thank God I had service. Yeah. Like, just let you know, like, we might be sleeping out here. Um, we'll be back. Like, we might be back in the morning. I don't know. We got to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we just kept trucking. Dude, our bikes are tumbling front end over, like, boom, like, all the way down the hill. Like, our bikes are destroyed. Front brakes are gone. Like, grips are gone. Like, mm-hmm. bars are to the tank. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> we're, we are pushing our bikes. Like, I felt like I was in Ayersburg. Yeah. And, um... We finally, like, it's like eight miles of pushing our bikes through uphills, down the hills, riding. If we get on our bikes, it's for a split second. Like, we had to move boulders, both of us, like, to get over, like, the trail. It was so gnarly. Was it a, was there actually a trail, like a hiking trail or something? Yeah, but it hasn't been, it looks like it hasn't been hiked in about 40 years. Yeah. It's all overgrown. (laughs) Maybe it's an animal trail, huh? Yeah, that's another thing. (laughs) And so we finally get to the other end, and it's dark out. And in the meantime, I ripped all the wires out to my light, so I didn't have a light. Oh. So I was, so we go. It's, it's pitch black out now. We finally get to a dirt road in Rancho Santa Margarita, and I'm riding next to Max because he has the only light. And we see a gas station. Dude, we pull into the gas station. Water, snacks. Took off our helmets. We're laying on the lawn of like a 7-Eleven. Just exhausted. Yeah, yeah. And we call and like, dude, we can't ride back. We can't ride or take it back. I don't have a light and it's pitch black. And so we had to call Max's dad, Mike, drove us, picked <laughs> us up. And dude, we didn't touch our dual sports for a long time after that. <laughs> dude, did you did you start cramping up from? No, no. no I was, it was, it was gnarly. I would have yeah. I'm a bad cramper. Sucks. Yeah. It's funny. His story reminds me of like that. So one time I thought I'd be sick. Mm-hmm. When I was still riding cross country bike, I rode from my house to I- ITT. Mm-hmm. I climbed ITT all the way to Main Divide. Yeah, and was riding across to go all the way to Skyline and then back mm-hmm. home. Yeah, <clears throat> and like part way up where ITT gets really effed up, yeah. and real steep and rocky, I started cramping. Uh, oh, like where I couldn't move. As you know, when your legs cramp up, you're just like in jail. Yeah, like. Uh, <laughs> And I was out of water already. And I didn't even what? make it. Yeah. It was a hot day. Yeah. But some guy in a Suzuki Samurai comes down <laughs> and he's like, hey. He goes, hey, are you swapped? I'm all, yeah. And he goes, you need anything? And he had Gatorades. Oh. And he ga- gave me Gatorades and it made the cramps go away. And I, I made it to the point of IT or main divide. Mm-hmm. It was mellow. And I bailed out and I went down Bedford. Went oh, out. yeah. Jeez, man. Bedford's yeah. freaking steep. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that like. I'll leave from my house. I'm a dual sport. I'll ride the mountain range to the test tracks. Hit that. Go up ITT. Ride main divide down to either Elsinore Towers or like Skyline. Like, dude, all that stuff's so fun. Mm-hmm. He was talking about a uh, about a race up ITT on dual sports. <laughs> he he wants to host like this race, like where it's like start and finish at the top. Yeah. 
and see who. It's can like get it's like Pike's Peak for for dirt bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's, oh, dude, they got like street <clears throat> rhythm, dude. Let's set up. Let's go from the gate of ITT on dirt bikes Invitational, and see who's the fastest time to the top. Have cameras <laughs> all and Carson's like, dude, people are gonna die. And I'm like, I um, Pike's Peak isn't that is pretty gnarly. But it's all legal, right? Like you could yeah. ride up there if, if you have a plate. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's legal because, yeah. like, I mean, I see people. Going I've up been, there. yeah, I've been at the top of ITT before. Yeah. And oh yeah. On those oh yeah. For sure. Bikes, oh yeah. Right? For sure. Yeah, I've seen people do a sport. Like I'm riding Skyline, and people are dual sporting Skyline. I'm like, all right, sick. Yeah, that's totally legal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. We had a uh, KTM dual sport bike at Drowns World once. You could fit through those bars at the bottom of yeah. Skyline. Yeah. So I went through and I got a <laughs> got King of the Mountain going. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted it. Oh, but. yeah. You get reported. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I was I was introduced to it last night and I You have dual sport fever. Yeah, I have dual dude. sport fever. Well you've fever. been trying to buy that piece of shit KLX off yeah, of Jeremy. Yeah, so. but I'm not Cowie no more, dude. I gotta get yeah. a red one. Yeah. Gotta get well, a that, RS. They make a good one. Yeah. yeah. They got a really good one. Yeah. You know, uh Cowie redid the KLX, that giant one, mm-hmm. the big pig one. Cause at the shootout Brad Pitts was like, You got any interest in the KLX what is it? A, 610 or something? Yeah, 600, 650 or something. Oh, yeah, 650. On a 650 for Kelly sure. Like 650. Yeah. So, like, are you got any interest? And I go, no. And I rode that like at Cycle News. It's the same bike. And he goes, no, it's relaunched. It's new. So. Huh. I Dude, know. I don't know. Yeah, going through trails, wide open, fifth gear, pitch black. can barely see. That That's where he shines right there. Dude. That's where I'm good. <laughs> yeah, this is future like future Baja 1000 champion. Oh, I would love like, to do the Baja scoop right now. I would love to do Baja. Mm. Yeah, he he's talking about Baja. Like he, I told him that he should do enduro cross. I feel like he, oh, watching him ride yesterday and the the shit that he was doing over these logs and mm-hmm. rocks and everything with the tire that he had on his freaking dual sport, bro. He would be fine on enduro cross. He would be like fighting for championships with Haker, dude. <laughs> Hey, so okay, so I know that on the mountain bike rides, A Ray said you've been around Olivo. Yeah. Was that to maintain your heart rate? That's just to just to warm it up. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> warm up my heart. Like I can't like I didn't want to go too hard in the be like I don't want to go like first like exercise like first back first ride back and just you know do threshold like yeah. I gotta like slowly like step by step like get into this like warm this thing up put mm-hmm. some couple heat cycles in it. Yeah. So it don't blow up like it yeah. did the first time. <laughs> yeah. So like, so pretty much that's why he was riding the e-bike uh, there yeah. for a little bit after the first surgery because I mean he still wanted to do the bike rides and stuff with us uh, mm-hmm. prior to surgery. So he wanted to get in, like time. Yeah, he wanted to get time in because I f- I feel like, or I mean Davey was saying like the better shape he is going in, it'll help him more whenever he comes out. Yeah. So he was still doing some yeah. base stuff like on the e-bike and everything prior to the surgery. Mm-hmm. And then after the surgery, he's just sort of like slowly getting into it, slowly ramping up his heart rate to warm it up a bit. Yeah. Like so today like, was the first day he rode without yeah. like an assist. Yeah. Mm. So like after um, my – so the whole outdoors, like I didn't race, but I was still training full-time like I was racing. I was still doing motos during the week with Carson – when he would win, and then he would go on the weekend and race, but I would just mm-hmm. be putting in time during the week, mm-hmm. um, just because, just to you know, stay in, stay in shape. Okay, so obviously we just got done with the shootout. 
250 shootout coming up. Suzuki mm-hmm. probably won't participate again, but like Suzuki gets a bad rap, I think, right? The bikes are awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, especially like my race bike is fun to ride. Mm-hmm. It's got really good power. And um, yeah, I just, yeah, like more, I think um, like motocross action did a, a thing on like Schwartz's bike. So mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm interested to see how, how that article comes out, but um, yeah, they're fun. They're good. Yeah. So how is it uh, having Carson as your new teammate? That's good. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've been as team. I that I feel like we've been teammates our whole lives, but mm-hmm. we act because we do all the stuff during the week. Like I, when I trained with Randy, he was with Randy. Yeah. Um, there's kind of like like maybe like a year, like eight months in there where we didn't have the same trainers, mm-hmm. but like now we're both with Davey, and um, yeah, like nothing's nothing's ever changed except now we're actual teammates. We'll mm-hmm. be under the same semi. So it's you, Carson, and Schwartz, and Kilroy. Yeah. Yep. All on, I think, West, right? I don't know what our whole plan is, but um, mm. def- of course, definitely West. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. How do you get on with the other two guys? Good. No issues. At yeah. All. yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't like, yeah, like me and Hartraff, like when we were on TLD, I mean, I've, got, I've gotten along with pretty much everyone. Everyone. Yeah. So, we still got 33 on your bike. Is that your number next year? Is that, uh, was there a permanent number or are you? No, I, dude, I lucked out. So, like, after the, like, my rookie season I had, I'm like, dude, I got so lucky to get there. Like, not lucky, but, like, I got, um, like, yeah, I got, I landed on 33. And it was the first year, like, Grant, like, didn't race a full year. So, like, mm-hmm. it was available. And it was funny. I was the, the guy that got it. So, I was so stoked. But I, I was, I'm, I'm bummed I didn't get to show it off this year. Mm-hmm. But now, now then I didn't score any, like, enough points to get a two-digit number mm-hmm. this year. I got to pick one. So, I'm. Three three one this year. Three three one. Yeah, he's two thirty three, thirty three, and now three three one. Yeah. <laughs> What's I was fifty seven for a year. Too. What's the significance yeah. of the thirty three? Was it just? I don't know. I. Nothing really. Like I was three three three, and then I went to Loretta's when I was you know, ten, and you have to two, two digit. digit. So thirty three it was, and I saw he looked pretty cool. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. And you're sixty seven. No. Eighty seven. Eighty seven. Yeah. Eighty seven. Gronk. Yeah. Gronk number, dude. So you went up. Four. Yeah, went up four. Went up but I also four. missed like five outdoors. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm going to have to do really good in Supercross this year to get a two-digit number because I'm not racing outdoors yeah. this year. Yeah, I'll be Supercross only. Okay, so your teammate that you're hinting about was announced? Yes. What's Did Rod Bell leave the team for sure? Yes. He did. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's uh, – he I don't think he will be returning with SGB Racing. Mm-hmm. He will be returning with another team. I don't know if they've released that or anything yet. He wants but. to stay on a green bike. Uh, I, I have absolutely no idea. Um, I think it had a lot to do with uh, like a like a certain training facility that he wanted to ride at, and uh, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no hard feelings. Like there's, I mean, we all left mutually. I mean, I I didn't leave anything. He left mutually with the team, mm-hmm. so. Um, Everything was good there. Um, so, yeah, we have, uh, as of right now, we have me, Cade, and Jace Kessler. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm curious to see how everything unfolds uh, for the rest of the year with the team. I know uh, we might be talking to a few other people. Um, yeah, so I'm excited about it. A few other people. Dude, how big of a team does Jason want to Well, feel? he wants to do, uh, you know, a good lights presence on the East Coast, I think. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're growing as a team. Um, we have more sponsors. Uh 
you know, um, we everyone we've we've got so far has a two-digit number, and I think that uh, I think we're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're just taking little bit little steps forward each year, and uh, it's working. So I'm excited about this year. We're on Hondas. Everything's good. Team's gonna be all nice, professional. It's gonna be great. Mm. All O'Neill. All O'Neill. Maxis. Maxis, dude. It's gonna be dope. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about it. Anton. Yeah. What do you think of the SGB team this year? I mean, I think that's a pretty good lineup. Uh, 450 class is going to be stacked. I mean, honestly, Jason ought to have like a challenge, like some kind of uh, incentive built in between you and Cade for the LCQs because that's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, so you know? so pretty much like whoever finishes better on the weekend will have a red outline around their number uh, <laughs> the next week between Cade and I. Yes, is that? Is that AMA legal though? The outline? I don't know. We're gonna do. We're gonna yeah figure something out. You know? <laughs> we'll figure something out with it, like or that, or like you know how Fox had like the the Bones. skulls on it. I'll yeah. do like O'Neill like circles like or <laughs> underneath my number or something sick like that. This is gonna be so gnarly because you guys smash into each other. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, fuck him, dude. I'm I <laughs> I will run into the side of him so freaking quick. So how <clears throat> how did he end up on the team? Uh, I don't know. We've been, he was on PRMX previously, right? Yeah, yeah. We're we've been, we've been mutual friends for a long time. Um, he was talking to Jason a little bit like throughout the summer, um, because he wanted to do a full season of outdoors uh, mm-hmm. this year, and uh, you know we're Supercross and outdoor team, and Jason loves outdoors. He thinks it's core moto, um, full on like red. He's just like a full red, white, and blue guy. He thinks mm-hmm. you know moto is like gnarly grit. He loves it. So uh, that's what Cade wanted to do. He wanted to do a full season, Supercross and Outdoors. And, uh, you know, Jason offered him something, and it was a bit better than what he had. So, yeah, I mean, he just sort of uh, – I think he was he was okay with the Honda Switch. And, yeah, he's he already has a bike there at club, and he's been riding. So mm-hmm. I think he likes it. When do you get your bike? Uh, so – I have one bike. It's just in Tennessee. I think uh, I'm actually truck driver Taylor is helping me get it here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a buddy coming from the East Coast, and then he might drive it down and bring his mountain bike and do some riding with us. Mm-hmm. So well, that'll be cool. And then uh, hopefully I should have a bike by the end of next week. Uh, I'm hoping, but uh, but yeah, that's where we're at. And then I have one uh, coming from Storm Lake Honda. Uh, hopefully by the end of this week. Okay, when is your big O'Neill photo shoot? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. O'Neill and Blur. Okay, so what do you think? Like, he's taking my test bike. Yeah. How much damage can he inflict into it? I in mean, one day? you know, maybe maybe the the rear tire rim might be a little have a little white around it because he'll be doing some berm shots. Mm-hmm. You know, but With the clutch. Do you think the clutch? The clutch is going to be on fire. Yeah. Actually, Scrub no, well, dude, right it's here. probably already smoked from whenever you ride it because all the videos I see of you, you're like Scrub Daddy around the turn. Like, hey, 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 hey. Uh, I didn't ride that much. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't ride the Honda. It came much? straight from the shootout. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's dialed then. Because, like, well, last year I think he was like, God, oh, dude, I don't have a Cowie to ride for my poster or whatever. So I gave him mine, and the first seven minutes he broke the shra- radiator shroud off. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you seen his merch? I'm sketchy, sketchy, dude. I'm sketchy. Yeah, look at it. Yeah, it looks so good. How about that? Dude, Perfect. it's awesome. And uh, another thing, let's see. What did I do? Um, I, I, whenever I was on HEP, I had a RM250 mm-hmm. all summer. 
I put That's true. I put a test bike. Yes, I had one of your test bikes. I put probably I tested the shit out of that thing. <laughs> Durability. That thing never skipped a beat. Ever. Like it was like perfect all summer. I think the only thing I went through was clutches. But that thing never mm-hmm. skipped a beat. And I rode the living shit out of it. Mm. Okay. Those things are indestructible, the RMs. Can't break them. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, so this morning I was cleaning out my truck a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I have to apologize to Swap Metal Life merch customer, Tyler Sumrall. I found his package under my seat. Oh, shit. <laughs> like like uh, a couple weeks ago, we did that giveaway. Mm-hmm. And uh, my daughter packed everything up. And she had to do something. She said, you're going to have to drop packages off. And so I had them in my van and slid into the seat. So Tyler Summerall, if you're listening, your T-shirt is on the way. (laughs) Um, I'm going to save your address and send you something extra as an I'm sorry. But uh, also kudos on the patience because we haven't got any angry emails like, where's my fucking shirt? Yeah, that's good. Do you get those? Like, or uh, well, no, I I usually just fuck people's order up. You know, they'll, they'll order two shirts and I don't see it, and they'll just get one. Uh, and they're like, "Hey, I ordered two. I, I was like, "All right, well, fuck, I gotta send you another shirt." Yeah. So uh, that happens a lot. Um, actually, I got a funny story about it. Whenever I first started, I didn't really know much about it. Uh, my dad bought um three hats, right? Mm-hmm. And I only shipped him one hat. <laughs> Your dad? Yeah. He's like, hey, I ordered three hats. I only got one. What the fuck? I was like, oh, shit. All right. He's like, I oh, just, you know, just wear them, whatever. I fucking, <laughs> I just like went to my website and added two more for the quantity and resold them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've gotten a little bit better with it. Uh, customer service has been nice with me so far. Um, I have a few orders I have to ship out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, my computer's been down though, so. Can I give you Tyler's order? Will you just drop in the mail for me? Yeah, I do. You can do do that. USPS? Uh, yeah, I do USPS. I just drop it off at the postal annex by my house. Okay. Yeah, Derek, I think you're gonna start some merch here pretty soon, aren't you? Double. Yeah, I'm. Double a, D. I'm gonna fire it up. I mean, I gotta get. I'm not really good with social media because, like, obviously, like I haven't been because this year has been. Gnarly, nothing worth posting. And I have nothing to post about. Like straight up, like not no, I can't post about results. I like you know, it just I have nothing to post about. Yeah. And unless I'm like, oh, another heart surgery, I can post like, like dude, why don't I want to like come on, like I, I need to get like a few weeks under your belt of riding. I need riding. To get a few weeks under my belt, I need some solid solid stuff and then we can start firing up because like I have a plan, like yeah, this off season I'm gonna do some videos and stuff, so um like, I got to get back up on the social game and then start rolling the merch out. There you go. I like that. So what's the logo for the merch? Like a heart with stitches in it? No. Nah, just cool. freaking double I don't D's. Know. I don't know. Double I got to figure it out. You should just do like like put like a double D or something like on the pocket and then just have like the, the loop and the nipples. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think something more towards your, your type of yeah. merch. But yeah, that's, that's all the sketchy that, stuff. That right sounds there. like the sketchy, yeah. windy edition. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, Anton, the the podcast topics are heading south. Should we cut it here, or do you have anything to add? Anything of interest or importance? Oh, wait. Cody Shock finally officially announced his Phoenix Honda rides. That's yes, good to see. I seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good to see. Yeah. Uh, and Alex Martin, four fifty uh, club. Yeah, Club and Max. Yep. Four yeah, four so fifty. Adds yep. another person to the fucking four fifty class. Thanks, guys. You yeah. know what I mean? Not as if there wasn't enough already. You know. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I, uh, that 
and that's like a big deal for Alex. That's a really big deal. He was telling me back at Washougal, you know, he wanted his career wouldn't be complete unless he got on a 450. So, you know, he's taking a big chance to go do that. Um, but I think he'll be pretty good. You know, that that's a really good team. Um, but then it sounds like that team's finalized. And, and with that team being finalized now with Nicoletti being on a 250, Enzo Lopes coming back, Garrett Marchbanks coming back, I mean, if you, everybody remembers back in the summer, that was a spot that a lot of guys were trying to get. Carson was trying to get on it. We thought that Jordan Smith was going there, but that lineup set now. So, you know, that's even one less musical chair that there are 250 guys that got to think about now. Where is Jordan Smith going? I have not heard yet. That was that was like the one that I heard was the hardcore. Like it, that's the the bailout plan is to get him onto that bike. But then I heard MTF stuff as well too. Like he could do some stuff with MTF support, like they've done with Dakota Alex in the past and, mm-hmm. and other guys. Hmm. And then Justin Hill's coming back. Yeah, he'll ride for PRMX. I think is what I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. News on the street is he just really wants to race. You know, I mean, he was a cop a few years ago, or <clears throat> last, last year. year. Yeah, yeah, he was a cop. I don't know how that's going or what oh, he's yeah. doing with that. So, um, Anton, yeah. I, I mean, don't know he... if you've talked to him or any at all about that, but. I talked to Josh. I talked to Josh about it, and Josh is like, no, he just wants to race. You know, like he has unfinished business, and he just didn't like the opportunity that he was presented last year. And, you know, he requested not to, you know, lose number, you know, or anything like that. So, I mean, he's he's still every, – everything's still there for him. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what I think, too? I think you see Chad race Supercross this year. What? I think – I bet you do. He didn't. Uh, he didn't give his number up. And then he was riding at his track with Brayton over the weekend. Yeah, uh, recently, like I bet like one or two, right? Not like the season. one or two, not like seventeen. But I bet you see him do a couple. Mm-hmm. I would. I honestly just. Uh, I don't think he liked the way that it went away in 2020. I yeah. think that that really just left a bad taste in his mouth. Like he wanted fans there. He wanted to do it. Uh, the best way possible, you know, because it was going great. That Atlanta one, Atlanta 2020, like. That was the send-off. That, that really could have been it. And if that was the one to put away, like, everything on, that was great. Uh, but it seems like he has a little bit more that he wants to do. And then Brayton has even said, too, even though this is his last year, like 2022 will be it, he still wants to race in the future if his body and his fitness and, and all those opportunities still line up. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we are seeing some guys, like, start to wind it down, but I don't think it's going to be, like, a complete turnoff from mm-hmm. some dudes like we thought it would be. You know what? You know what ignited Chad Reed's passion for racing was the mini bike race. The, the father son race, the mini major. East. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so mini major is coming up here in three weeks, right? Yep. Yes. So I got a I got a text from Cook, and I think that if you guys are attending, I may be there setting up a booth with uh, some merch. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be there the whole time, obviously, but I will mm-hmm. be there for one day. I think uh, Saturday's with, the yeah, day. Yeah, I'll be there Saturday. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that. So, uh, um, I actually need to go get some uh, some more uh, kids merch mm-hmm. today. Um, I have obviously I have all like the adult sizes, but I wanted to get a little bit more um, youth sizes. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe we'll go today if any of you guys are gonna go. Um, I'll have some uh, shirts for all of the hot moms out there. I'll have <laughs> shirts for uh, the dads and some kids. So yeah, it's gonna maybe be dope. get you to lead the uh, opening morning parade lap or something yeah i'll do that that day yeah i can do that i'll be there all day we'll have i mean i can even bring kenny bell he can announce 
Uh, I think he is announcing. Oh, perfect. I'll come yeah. with him. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. I like it. A-Ray is for the children. Of course. A-Ray for the kids. Something for the kids. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, that uh, wraps up today's podcast. Thanks for listening to the uh, Kickstart show presented by Pro Taper. Derek, thanks for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're going to need to get you on to the SML show maybe yep. next week or something. Yep. Uh, A-Ray, go easy on my bike tomorrow. Will not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anton, have a good week out there. Pounding the pavement on the uh, specialized grade. Or no, no, that's a grade yours. Diverge. Diverge. Diverge yeah. yeah, grades yeah. and GT grade, dude. Yeah. GT. I think I think in the twenty like the first thirty six hours that I was home I did like a good forty five miles, so I'm feeling good. Oh, nice. Perfect. There you go. All right. Yeah. If you want to laugh, go to Instagram, the Swap Moto page and check out A Ray opening the bathroom to the big uh, ceramic snake. We'll Dude, talk, so fucked. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> right. Later, guys. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.